Well, good evening, everybody. Welcome to this week's edition of The Chris Carpenter Show. Uh, this is probably going to be a pretty short show. We're just going to do a little bit of a recap of Tex Basketball Week. Talk. Um, we're going to put a bow on the Cowboys season. And we're going to give a short preview of the NFC Championship, AFC Championship games that are going to be taking place tomorrow. So let's jump right into it. Obviously a very good day for Texas Tech basketball. Um, they broke their eight-game losing streak. And... I know it's not a Big 12 win, but you beat, a, you beat a team from the SEC. And by the way, the Big 12 blew out the SEC in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. That might be why we're not having one next year. I don't know. Um, and, and then if you look at the teams that lost, well, Texas lost. Uh, do they count as an SEC, as a Big 12 school, or are they more SEC? Uh, you know, Iowa State lost. I thought that was a uh, Big surprise and TCU to me, big disappointment that they lose. Uh, but that that kind of gives me some hope that maybe Tech can get a get a win uh, against them at the USA coming up soon. So um, let's rewind a little bit to Wednesday's game um, against West Virginia. You know, obviously a lot of people looked at that as as one of the best chances for Texas Tech to pick up a win in the Big 12, you're playing the team that is right above you in the standings. You're in dead last. They're in uh, next to dead last. And, you know, uh, same story, different game, basically. You, you start off strong in the first half. You go in um, with a pretty, pretty good lead um, at halftime. And then, you know, things just um, unfortunately fall apart again in the second half. Um Pop Isaacs, you lose him to an injury in that West Virginia game. Uh, just frustrating. And, you know, again, even more frustrating were the Tech fans on social media that basically want to blow this whole, whole thing up. And, you know, you can listen to my podcast uh, from last week and you can you can learn exactly what I think of those type of fans and so you you were going into today with uh, no AMAC, no uh, Pop Isaacs, and you know, credit credit to the guys um, that that were there today. You know, O'Banner played a, a heck of a game. You know, you were able to get some minutes from Fisher, which a lot of rumors have been floating around about him, but he's still around. You know, Kerwin Walton, obviously, you got to see a lot um, some of him today. Um, but big win, and even though it's not a Big Twelve game, you. You needed to get a win to hopefully start building on some confidence. Now, is this team going to be in a position to go? Do I think this team's going to be in a position to go on a run and, you know, get to the postseason? No, I, I think unfortunately you've dug yourself a pretty deep hole in this month of January. But, I, you know, to me, it's very encouraging that you go out, you you get this road win. Yes, you know LSU probably not the best team in the SEC, but uh, you know we're at this point a win is a win, and you stop the bleeding. And I I think you you've got Iowa State on Monday, and I think I think this team is gonna play with a chip on their so- shoulder on Monday night against Iowa State because of the way the game in Ames went, where that was pretty much the only game in this big 12 season where tech was just a collective no show. And so I, I really 
believe that you're going to see a Texas Tech team come out with a chip on their shoulder and, uh, you know, who knows? They they could get the win. Um, we'll see. But there's still a lot, a uh, lot, of, lot of hole to dig out if, if you're the Texas Tech basketball team, but it feels good to get a win. And, you know, I've said it before, and you know, I'll say it again. This is this is a team that has talent, and it's just it just hasn't worked out this year for whatever reason. I don't obviously I don't blame Mark Adams like half the Texas Tech, you know, social media bozos do, but it, it's it's been a frustrating year, and it was good good to get a win. I hope you know we can get Pop Isaacs back on the court sooner rather than later. I think he's such a a great difference maker for this team. And by the way, I got to give kudos to him. He uh he was at the Lady Raiders game this afternoon and you know, it says a lot about his love for Texas Tech that that he was there and you know, saw pictures of him talking to fans, posing with fans and it says a lot about him. And you know, I've said it before and I'll say it again with him. Priority number 1 right now is making sure that he comes back next year because he has been a fun player to watch. I think he the upside is so much big with him, and I definitely want to see him come back next year and put some more pieces around him. And you know, let's go, let's go from there. So, um, this this basketball program's not dead. Is it struggling? Yeah, it's struggling. But the people that are wanting to bury the coaching staff on this basketball program, I said enough about them last week. To me, it's this is a shot in the head for them. Um, what happened today at and Baton Rouge, and you know, I'm still I'm still supporting this basketball team, and let's see what happens. You, you still got. 10 more Big 12 games left. Whatever happens, happens. And, you know, you, you, you've got an opportunity. You're, you're clearly in the best conference in the nation. And I think I said this about Kansas State last year when they were in dead last in the Big 12. You put Kansas State, and I think you, I, I believe this about Texas Tech this year, you put them in any other conference I think this could be this could be a middle of the road team, and you know, unfortunately, you're in the Big Twelve, and it's just it's you've had a lot of things not go go for go well for you, but you got ten more games to make something happen, and we'll see what happens. And I, like I said, I think I think Iowa State could be a game you could you can win. I know they blew the doors off of you and Ames a couple weeks ago, but I think. Because of that, I think this team is going to be playing with a chip on their shoulder on uh, Monday night. So should be should be an interesting game to watch. Let's shift gears. Uh, let's do an autopsy on the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys season. Cowboys going to Cowboy as as we've come to learn. By the way, th- this is the, this is the twenty seventh anniversary today, January twenty eighth is the 27th anniversary of the last Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl. 27 years. You know, the Chiefs had to wait 50 years, and 
I think the Cowboys are going to probably have to end up waiting that long too, if not longer the way it's headed. Um, I said it last week on my podcast. I really, I, I would have loved to see the Cowboys win, but I really thought, you know, San Francisco is the better team right now. And I think that really bore out. Dak had a horrible game. There's really no way, way around it. And you're not going to win playoff games when your quarterback throws two interceptions. That's just, that's not a recipe for success. And, you know, now we go into another offseason, 27th offseason, or I guess 26th offseason, where there are all these questions about what is it going to take for the Cowboys to get over that hump. Forget going back to the Super Bowl. You haven't been in the championship game, the NFC Championship, in 27 years. Um, the only other teams in the NFC that haven't been in an NFC Championship game since the Cowboys were last there are the Detroit Lions and the Washington Redskins Commanders slash football team, whatever their name is. That's really bad company to be in. And if you expand it and you can look at the AFC championship, it's you. Here are the teams that haven't been to an AFC championship since you've last been there. Cleveland Browns, dumpster fire of organization. Miami Dolphins, they've been a bit of a dumpster fire of an organization. Houston Texans, they've only been around for 21 years. That's the company that you're in. Charger, uh, the other team, Chargers, haven't been back. They're a bit of a dumpster fire. But let, let's go back to the NFC portion of it. That's the teams that the Lions, who have been perpetually awful since like the 50s, since Bobby Lane was there, and then the Washington, whoever they are, who, I mean, they, they're they a joke. That's your company that you keep. And so it, it, it's hard. It's hard as a Cowboys fan to, to basically believe that you're going to get over the hump next year, no matter what you do. Um, Mike, firing Mike McCarthy is not the answer. I mean, I don't think Mike McCarthy's done that well in Dallas, but that's not the magic bullet that's going to get you over the hump. You're stuck with Dak and you know, Dak, I don't think is the only problem, but he's a problem. He's, I don't think you're, I don't think he is an elite quarterback and by elite quarterback, that's the quarterbacks that get you to championship games. Or even at the very least, he's not a quarterback that's going to play mistake-free football for an entire game when it counts the most. You know, credit Brock Purdy. Yeah, Brock Purdy had a fumble, but beyond that, he played mistake-free football and he let the strong points of the 49ers offense, the McCaffreys, the Ayukes, go to work and get it done. You know, Dak's, I don't, I don't see Dak ever doing that. And, you know, I think it's probably time to say bye to Zeke. That was one of the worst contracts. <laughs> Excuse me. Behind the scenes of Chris Carpenter sneezing. <laughs> um, back to what I was saying. I think we've seen the last of Zeke. 
in a Cowboys uniform unless he takes a massive, massive, massive pay cut. That that was probably one of the worst contracts that you've offered and hung an albatross around your organization um, in many years. You never should have re-signed Zeke to that massive contract in the first place. Running backs are a dime a dozen. And then the running back that really has been your star this year, Tony Pollard, um, catastrophic leg injury. I wouldn't overpay for him either. And if you if if another team is willing to pay for him, I think you got to say bye to him too. And you know, again, running backs dime a dozen. It's this is not the era of Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders anymore. So that's going to be something to to keep watch over your offensive line. I think you've got to start looking at doing a rebuild on that offensive line. You know, Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, they're they're getting older. Those good Cowboys teams in the 90s, it started with the O-line. Um you are going to get Dan Quinn to come back as defensive coordinator. I think that's that's really good news. Um, your defense, I think, has been pretty strong. It, you know, the problems have been more on your offense this year uh, than anything else. I hope that somehow Kellen Moore gets a job somewhere else. I, I think that would be a good, a good thing for this Cowboys organization. Again, having said that, I think it's going to be rinse and repeat and we'll have just some other way to disappointingly lose next year and the way it's heading is is it going to be three is the 49ers going to get a hat trick on the cowboys and beat them again in the playoffs next year i mean that would be that would be awful but i think it could happen so um let's move on to the winners that are still in the NFL playoffs. We've got Championship Sunday coming up tomorrow. We start with the NFC Championship, Eagles and 49ers. It's in Philly. I think this is going to be a really great game. I was I, I was pretty surprised last week um, by the Eagles just beating down the Giants. Um, I, I think that's honestly more of a testament to the Giants. I think the Giants, they were decent, but... They weren't, you know, they weren't at a, a level where they could have even come close to uh, get themselves to a wild card round, or excuse me, championship round. Excuse me again. So um, I, I, I hate to say it, I give the 49ers an edge in this game. This is what's bad. As a Cowboys fan, I'm rooting for the Eagles to win. I'd rather the Eagles win than the 49ers, but I don't see it happening. I think the 49ers beat the Eagles to punch their ticket to Super Bowl uh, 57. And then we've got Chiefs and Bengals. And obviously the big story is going to be centered around Patrick Mahomes' ankle. How mobile, how effective is Patrick Mahomes going to be in this game? Obviously also you've got the storyline that the Bengals have now beaten the Chiefs three times in a row. And then you had the headline uh, where they were referring to Arrowhead as Burrowhead. I think that was a mistake on the part of the Bengals uh, fans because that is a massive amount of bulletin board material. 
I think somehow the Chiefs find a way to pull it off. Everybody's picking the Bengals. I think everybody's expecting the Bengals to win this game. The bang and and the Bengals have looked really good. Um, I was really impressed with them last week in Buffalo. Um, so this this pick, it's it's heart, but it's also a zag when everybody's zigging because to me, I I don't think we're going to get the teams that we expect to win both through. I think everybody expects the 49ers to win, and I think everybody expects the Bengals to win and to get set up that rematch, you know, of Super Bowl 16 and 23. I'm going to zag here and I'm going to say we are going to get a Super Bowl rematch, but we're going to get we're going to get a Super Bowl 54 rematch of 49ers and Chiefs. Um I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs find a way to get it done on Sunday. And I think it's setting up to be some sort of storybook moment here. You know, on a bad ankle, Patrick Mahomes comes through and builds on his legend. And at some point, you got you to gotta dethrone the Bengals of this whole Burrowhead nonsense. And so I think I think the Chiefs get it done tomorrow, which sets up uh, 49ers Chiefs. They played in the regular season. Obviously, a little bit different, different go around. I think that they played when Jimmy G was still playing. So, but that's what I'm. That's what I think we're going to see um, as far as our Super Bowl matchup. Nonetheless, I think it's going to be two really strong and intriguing games to watch tomorrow. By the way, there's a story being bantied about that the NFL is considering making the championship games neutral site games. Obviously, that was on the cards if the Bills had won last week after the whole DeMar Hamlin situation. Um, I understand why they were going to do that if if it if the Bills had won, but I I am not a fan of turning the championship games into neutral site games. I think that I think if you're the number one seed, there ought to be some sort of reward that you get, and to me, the reward that you get is you get to host the championship game. You get to you get home field advantage through the championship game before the Super Bowl. And so I, who knows if, if that's really going to be on the table. It, I think probably, you know, it, it is because it's a money-making opportunity. But hopefully, you know, some sanity prevails and you end up with the home team's still being the host for the championship games. So, um, but anyway, that that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Chris Carpenter show. I know it's a shorter edition. I don't have a tip of the week. I don't have questions. Um, I just don't, I just don't this week. Um, but we will record again. I don't know why I just said we, I, I don't have, I'm not, uh, I don't have two minds in my brain. Um, I will record Again next weekend, it'll probably um, not as late as as tonight. Um, well, maybe we'll we'll see, but it'll be sometime on Saturday. Tech plays early, I believe, next Saturday against Baylor. 
So, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk more tech basketball and we're getting close to tech baseball season. That's going to be coming down the pipe, uh, pretty soon. In fact, it is going to be coming up in, I believe three weeks from yesterday is going to be the first tech baseball game of the season. So it, it is continuing to move at a, at a feverish pace and, um, we'll be in baseball season, uh, pretty soon. So hope everybody has a great week and I will see you next week on the Chris Carpenter show.